Hey everyone, welcome to the Seenagers. Hey Seenagers, how are you? Uh, there you go with the uh, Mr. Rogers stuff again. I'm Debbie Nigro. <laughs> I'm Charlie Bonger, Charlie. aka Mr. Rogers now yeah, apparently. Well, yeah, a little too right. goofy sometimes. How's my sweater? <laughs> oh, it's sexy today. Yeah, all right, it's yeah. not Mr. Rogers sweater? No, I don't know, are you like a Chippendales? I would want to be. This what is a really here? old sweater. Debbie had an interview with Broadway Joe Namath. Oh, that was really Unbelievable. Special. You know why it was special? Because I met Joe Namath in bed. Uh, in bed? A lot of years ago. And, um, <laughs> and yes. how did Joe feel about that? Well, he had no clue. Oh, okay. uh, we were in different beds. All right. Um, so anyway, I learned a lot about football and, of course, the Jets then yeah. when I was very young were the team. And um, so, yeah, I was a big Joe Namath fan. Met him in bed the first time. So the yeah. opportunity to talk to him one-to-one, mono-e-womano, uh, mono-e-womano, um, it was beautiful. I want to share some of it on the teenagers because a lot of what we talked about is relevant to our lives, right. stage of life. Right. I mean, come on, this guy's making Medicare sexy, all right? Like, <laughs> what are we doing here? Um, so, yes, football, most people would talk to him about, but mm -hmm. I wanted to know about the guy, the man. Let's play a little of the intro of the uh, interview. All right, here when we I, go. Right when I welcome him to the show. I can't wait. Yeah, he says here. my name and everything. Thank you. I got goosebumps listening to that music and listening to you, girl. Thank you for having me on. You're welcome. Joe, um, you know, I'm thinking about you a lot this week because I was excited you were coming on the show. So I did a lot of homework on your life. You're a man of great character, and I want a lot of people to know more about you, the man. I mean, I, I've heard from so many people how you treat fans with great class. You know, you're always kind to everybody. You help so many people out with your, with your foundation. You raised $100 million uh, for kids' charities. Um, and my question to you, my first question is, you know, it's all these years later. You're still the one. I wonder if you attribute it to what I think is the reason, which is your good energy. You know, Debbie, I, I attribute it to uh, my spirituality. I attribute it to my uh, good fortune of having rubbed shoulders and uh, having had teachers that are, were a heck of a lot smarter and uh, are a heck of a lot smarter than I am, and I, I, I try to listen. Uh, I'm a pretty good listener, and uh, I have a lot of respect uh, for people. That, that starts, uh, my dad, uh, my family, uh, uh, I inferred the respect that they had for other people at an early age, and uh, it's still to this day important to me that we respect one another and uh, everything about my life, uh, I've learned from somebody else. I've lived my life, and I've made mistakes, but I have had uh, the good fortune of uh, being educated socially, being educated professionally uh, by really fine people, and uh, I wish I'd have concentrated more on what they were saying, but what, what I did... Uh, Get uh, has helped me uh, really appreciate where I am today. I have a, I'm just filled with gratitude. I think he's filled with attitude. Did you see him in the Super Bowl commercial for DraftKings? <laughs> he was unbelievable. No, seriously, I didn't I expect to see him. Yeah, Did he you? was so cool. Okay, so right. first he comes in with Halle Berry, right? You, you, unbelievable. Right, and, and, and she says... She goes... Still got it. Still got it, right? And he had the fur coat on. Well, I, I borrowed the fur coat. I lent oh, it back for the oh, commercial. You did? <laughs> I didn't know that where he was going with it. Yeah, um, yeah and then um, he's in the new DraftKings commercial. Yeah. Right? He's um, 
<laughs> the commercial is Fortune, Life's a Gamble. And first you see him lounging at the pool back in the day, well, they're the admirers, right? And then you see him in a hot convertible Corvette with a fabulous female named Fortune. The yeah. goddess of fortune yeah. may have had the ride, but not the conversation. Right. Got her on that. Yeah. Dad? Yeah, Charlie. Still, it's good to see a grandfather that's still got it going on, huh? Yeah, baby. I know. So who's who is he? The family man, right? You know, you yeah. and I were parents, we're grandparents. Yeah, yeah. He's a parent, grandparent. You know, yeah. I didn't know his backstory. Yeah. Um, he has a daughter living next door to him, right? With two how kids. fun is that? Uh, actually, three kids now. She had was giving birth, and um, then he starts going back to, um, I guess, reminiscing. Yeah. When, when his own wife was giving birth. And uh, here's this tough guy, right? Yeah. Talking about being in the in maternity ward during the births. <laughs> like, okay, Joe, he couldn't Joe, take Joe, it? Get your head around this. Yeah. Joe Namath playing catch <laughs> in the maternity ward. Oh, my God. I asked her. I, 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 I was in the operating room. I saw the delivery uh, with both of uh, our children. And what she went through, uh, I thanked God that I was a man, that I would never have to go through but what a, a mother endures for the nine months or so, and, and then the delivery, and then, you know, there's a heck of a lot more to it after that. Uh but uh, she, she and the other daughter has three children, too, so. So the grandpa name, right? So Joe yeah. Namath, I figured he's got to have had thrown his hat in the ring for the name he wanted, right? right. What, what is your grandpa name? Papa. I they cut it. it to Papa. Grandpa put a start with, but then they cut it back to Papa. You know, it started, I think, uh, with my daughter Jessica and my father. Uh, at one time uh, when... Uh, well, when she was old enough to, to say Papa, that's what she called my, my father. And uh, it, it's, uh, they call me Papa. You know, when we think of grandpas and grandmas, uh, somehow we're locked in or early on we had a vision of our grandmas and grandpas. I did. Absolutely, absolutely. And they were old. They were old, Joe. They were old. <laughs> Thank God. You know, if you don't get old, what else do you get? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Do you remember going to your grandmother's house and grandpa's house? And, like, like, what was the fun thing about visiting? I can see my mind's eye right now, man. Uh, the fun thing about visiting were the children that were around there, too, my cousins and, and nieces. But uh, the family get-togethers were we're pretty good. We're first generation uh, here in this country. My dad came over from Hungary, and my mother's parents came from Hungary. Uh, but my mother was born here. And uh, we got together several, a few times a year anyway. Uh, we lived in different towns, but we could drive to one another's place. And, yeah, it was uh, great. It was joyful. My favorite guy was my mother's brother, Uncle Joe. Uh, he, he was, uh, I had a favorite, yeah, I said that easy enough. That's the first time I think I've ever said that. My favorite relative was my Uncle Joe. I have to tell you. What? I pride myself on one really great talent. What's that? Getting people to tell me something they've never told anybody don't else. Don't you ever. love that? They never told me. It's amazing. I don't know what it is. People just... Do they say to you, Deb, do they say to you after, I don't know why I'm telling you this. No, they go, you know, I've never told this to anybody yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that wonderful? Even Joe Namath. Um, but anyway, one of the things that um, he he and I talked about was he used to be a talk show host. 
Interesting, right? I never yeah. knew that. Yeah, I didn't either. He, with, um, well, do you remember Dick Schapp? Oh, my God. Dick Schapp he was a him. great he loved sports him. guy, broadcaster. Yeah. And he was um, very heartfelt when he talked about Dick Schapp and uh, what a terrific experience it was. Yes, Debbie. Uh, again, uh, one of the, my favorite guys that uh, walked this planet, Dick Schapp. Uh, yep. Is his name was his name. We lost Dick uh, too early in life. Uh, anyway, uh, Dick and I, we did a book together, and the book uh, was fun. The relationship with Dick was just absolutely terrific, and so we did have a TV show, uh, which was uh, terrific. I mean, it was, it was it was good. We had wonderful good. guests on. But uh, it was took place the only day of the week uh, that I had off when I was playing football. And I didn't appreciate it enough. I, I didn't yeah. have enough education. I didn't know how important it could be and was. And uh, I, I was, uh, I guess, selfish at the time, thinking of myself more than the rest of the crew, because we could have... We could have continued the show, but uh, I, I just didn't want to do it. It wasn't uh, it wasn't me at the time. Yeah, timing so is had, everything. We just did one season. Yeah, timing is everything. Do you think you could do another talk show? I think I would be well prepared, much better prepared than I was initially. I, I've been uh, with some wonderful hosts on a talk show and uh and and with you right now i'm excited i told you that whenever uh, <laughs> uh i came on with you i did a little investigation to see uh with whom i'd be visiting with and i tickled it at you so, oh you're so uh, nice yeah, thank you I, I i think it's a possibility but uh it's a challenge it's a challenge. You got to have the passion, I believe, and the dedication. And I don't know that I have that kind of dedication, given the, the grandchildren and the way of life that I've been living for a good while here. It's uh, it's work. It's yeah, work. It is work. Uh, maybe not as much work if you have that true passion and you want to do it. You 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 live it. Uh, you've got to live that position, and it would be very difficult for me to do that. It's so much fun to talk to somebody who you, you idolized as a kid. Just amazing. In a really normal conversation, like, like it's no big deal. I'm thinking this guy, got, must be, I must be giving him a seizure for how much I'm talking, right? <laughs> right. He's got to be wanting to get out His of this brain conversation. brain must have been right hurting. He's probably like, all right, enough with this girl. But anyway, I think he liked me. Yeah. And... Um, I sir sounded like he liked you. So anyway, I was like, okay, because you think... I should shut up now. Yeah. But um, no, he was no. having a good time. Yeah. He was having a really good, me and Joe. You know, I realize I'm taking a lot of your time. I don't know how much more time you had. And I had so many questions. My whole audience had questions for you. We're going to be coming to the end of this segment. Um, can I invite you back if you want to come back another time? Or do you want to stay a little longer? I'm very respectful that you're a busy guy. Well, I'm enjoying visiting with you so much right now that uh, I'd rather stay with you now. and then- Good. Uh, if it ends up uh, uh, in good shape, then I'd love to come back another time as well. <laughs> oh, we're in good shape. We're bonding, Joe. We're bonding. All right, here's a question for you. Do you yell out loud when you watch football games at home? Do you, like, yell? Uh, sometimes, yeah. I mean, I can give a wow. Wow, man, you, you know, yeah, yeah. 
and uh, and I can groan also. Yes, uh, when I see a play. Uh, by our jets, you know, and I, how could we do that? Why would he do that? Bob, I, I can groan, but then I recover and realize that uh, I made some bonehead errors uh, throughout my playing days. Uh, can happen to anybody. You know, I'm I'm an underdog lover like you, so we have that in common. But you got to say to yourself, you can't believe these people haven't won another Super Bowl in 52 years. I mean, do you ever say that to yourself? No, because there are teams out there that haven't won one. Okay. Fair. Fair. I'm pulling Fair. for him every year, every game. I'm pulling for him because of the fans we have in New York and New Jersey and the Northeast and all over the country. The fans, you know, that's what it's about there. The players, yep. uh, they're the ones that have to earn it. I don't feel too badly whenever they lose, uh, and I'm watching uh, because they didn't play well enough to win. Well, yeah, awesome. that's just the way it is. I always pull for the Jets. Yep, always for the Jets. Who do you usually watch the games with? My daughter and uh, granddaughter. Uh, sometimes the grandson will stay still uh, enough, but like again, he's only four and a, a quarter, <laughs> so he's got to stay busy on his feet. You see, but yeah, uh, I watch the Jet games and the Alabama games here in the house most of the time with uh, uh, my daughter that's living next door and, and her daughter and. Uh, 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 so, you know, uh, Ishwar, the, the father, uh, he takes care of uh, John doing the games sometimes. We're, we're all here. I watch That's the great. games alone. I watch a lot of games, uh, but not more than one a day or playoff time. I'll, I'll watch two maybe because I'm not the kind of animal that can stay on my bottom that long, man, sitting I in a chair. It. So I think Joe Namath was, was the guy who originally got women interested in football. Is that right? I, yeah, because I think it was his, maybe his swagger, maybe his, uh, I don't know, maybe the fur coats, yeah. or maybe it was those white shoes. Well, you know what, uh, again, I, 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 I guess I liked standing out some way or, or being, we all want a pat on the back, I think. Uh, we all want some recognition uh, when we're children. Uh, uh, as a young ball player, uh, that was the way uh, I'd get a nice going from my dad or uh, my brothers. I had three older brothers. I was the youngest one, and uh, I didn't seem to uh, ever do enough uh, in sports uh uh, up until we won a championship game to satisfy them. But uh, I like uh, different uh, styles, you know. Uh, yes. I, I used to lace my shoes in high school baseball with white uh, laces because I like those. And uh, uh, when I look at our old high school baseball picture, which we did win the championship, by the way, uh, uh, everybody had black laces, and for some reason I had white laces. <laughs> that, that was just me. And and I wanted to be a little bit different, I guess. Uh, uh, it, it, uh, the white shoes, factually, I'm getting ready for practice one day, my senior year in college. And it wasn't like today where guys have uh, six pair of shoes in their lockers, you know, uh, or seven pair of shoes. People weren't just giving shoes away. Companies weren't doing that type of thing to get their 
recognition. Uh, I had a pair of shoes, and uh, they they were well-worn, and when I put them on, they were turning over a little bit. You know, I, uh, it, I, I just spat it down. I, I made them more part of my foot or feet. I yeah. put tape around my... Uh, uh, from the back of my toes up to the top of the shoes, and they just felt like uh, they were a part of me that way. And uh, I'll never forget a teammate uh, sitting beside me. He was the first one to say, God damn, Joe Willie, man, Coach Bryant's going to get you. <laughs> what are you talking about? What? You putting all that tape all up in your shoes? Are you crazy? Man, Coach Bryant's going to get you. Well... I was worried when I went out to practice, you know, I was worried, What? why, what's Coach Bryant going to get upset about? Well, Coach Bryant never mentioned it. He never said a word to me about that. And uh, so from that time on, I did spat down, and uh, for some reason, before the fourth game of the season, we were playing North Carolina State uh, in Tuscaloosa, I had a, a bunch of family and friends come down from our hometown of Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania, to see the game because the other team, North Carolina State, had an end an, uh, football player that played the end position named Tony Goldmont was from Beaver Falls, too, and they had a good team. Well, I'm making this a long story, but uh, I'll hurry it up. We went into the locker room to get ready for the game, we came out to play the game. I did not tape my shoes. I was just uh, thinking about too many things other than the game. Uh, and I was uh, in the first quarter running a play around right end, which is called a run-pass option, where you can either throw a pass or tuck it under your arm and run. And I made a cut. To my left, a sharp cut, and I uh, tore ligaments in my right knee. Ouch. And uh, that has been with me for a lifetime, but it's only a joint, you know. It, it, it's not, it's, it's not a, a main, a important part of uh, our lives, so to speak. Uh, any, anyway, uh, it's not an organ. Uh, I tore my uh, right knee, and I got a little bit superstitious. Uh, from that day on, I always taped my my shoes. And whenever I got to the New York Jets, um, when I came into the locker room, uh, there was a pair of uh, uh, white shoes in my locker. After I'd been with the Jets for a few weeks, a, a company made a pair of white shoes and uh, put them in my locker. And so I started wearing the white shoes. It's so much fun to talk to somebody who you, you idolized as a kid. Just amazing. In a really normal conversation, like, like it's no big deal. You know, a lot of my buddies, everybody, Joe Namath was it, Deb. It was he unbelievable. Was, he was the guy. He, he was, was the, the guy. We wore white shoes. We had white shoelaces. Everybody wanted to be Joe Namath when we were young teenagers. It was yeah. incredible. And all the girls back there wanted to be with Joe Namath. <laughs> Still. Oh, did I say that? <laughs>